The fourth thing, and I spent a lot of time on this, is perspective. So Gemma said to me, she said, fear atrophies what God has in store for you. So are we focusing based on fear? Are we acting based on fear? We're making decisions based on fear. Are our habits fear-based? Where we're spending our time and our money, is it based on fear or is it based on love? And I always think of this as a dial, as a perspective. Fear on the left side, love on the right side. Make an arch over it, like a half a semicircle, a semicircle, and, and point the arrows. Arrows toward love, arrow toward fear. And am I acting today based on love? Are my thoughts based on love or based on fear? Or how I'm spending my money, is it based on, or storing my money, is it based on love or based on fear? Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. This 4th of July weekend, I have spent with my happy 4th of July. 4th of July really does kick off the summer for me. As a kid, I remember spending our 4th of July at the lake, watching the fireworks up in Pennsylvania, the countryside, Bucks County, Pennsylvania is where I grew up. This week and this past week, I've spent in Puerto Rico with extended family and all my four girls together and my granddaughter. They're probably a group of 130 that came to our dear sweet friend, like another daughter to me, to Sarah's wedding. And 30 close family stayed on for the remainder of a vacation, combining the wedding celebrations with family vacation and family reunion. So really have had this beautiful time of connection. And it made me also see the contrast in a few who have been very isolated, maintained isolation from the COVID pandemic fear, and also isolated from depression, isolated from sickness. And I wanted to focus on four things that make for a better life for this 4th of July, four things that I'm reflecting on in my life where I know things work for me versus against me and for my patients and for my clients and for you listening. So the first thing is laughter. When you have laughter, you have so much oxytocin. When you have laughter, you have joy, internal joy. When you have laughter, it is healing. Laughter is medicine, right? Let food be thy medicine. I think even more powerful, let laughter be thy medicine. And it is, you know, just thinking about right now, something that makes you laugh. I was revert back to my big fat Greek wedding. That movie is hysterical, makes me laugh because I can totally relate to it uh, being the first generation of my family born in America. So it's, it's super funny. And what makes you laugh? For the wedding, 
we saw so much laughter, so much fun, so much ribbing of each other and, and just sharing stories and creating new memories and dancing and dancing in the rain actually a torrential downpour for the outside wedding and nothing stopping us. And that was just so beautiful. When we measure, when researchers have measured oxytocin, the hormone of love bonding and connection, at a wedding, the bride secretes the most oxytocin. And guess who is, is secreting the second most oxytocin? You may think the groom, ah, but not the case at all. It is the mother of the bride. And, and just in general, the amount of oxytocin at a wedding really is designed to keep that family together, to keep the new couple together, to bring people together and to create this bond that and I know in our instance will never be forgotten. Traditional wedding ceremonies can last weeks. The Middle East, the Indian cultures, the our family here in Puerto Rico, their culture too. It's they we had three days of wedding celebrations and now of course the after parties lasting a week, which we really love. So thinking about things that make you laugh and experiencing that more. And I know I've come from a place of deep darkness and sadness where I thought I would never laugh again, but it's not true. It will never be the case. So tap into those things and connect with people who make you laugh. Participate things in things that make you laugh. Laughter yoga, good movies, funny books. You just can't help yourself. So that's number one. The second thing is look for God in the small things. And as I was sitting having coffee with our dear family friends, like another mama to us, Jamalette, and uh, her husband, Crispy, sitting early in the morning while everyone else is sleeping and having coffee, where was talking with them. They are both pastors and have founded a church and are just amazing people and been part of my family for 15 years. So our bonus family. And we were talking about what really makes a life worth living? And I was asking them this question. And Crispy said, you to look for God in the small things. And that is true. Jemalette said, it's not the big things that share or reveal the presence of God. It is the small things. And so having coffee with them and chit-chatting and having deeper, meaningful conversations is a small thing that I feel the presence of God in. And if you look for God in your life, in your day, in the minutia, right? You will feel God more. And I truly believe that. Another way to express it, I one of the things that I share often is the three questions I ask myself before I even open my eyes in the morning that sets my tone for the day. And it always is, where did I see or feel love yesterday? Where did I show love yesterday? Where could I have laughed at myself more? <laughs> and there's usually a whole list of things for that one. So with that, I also have the prayer of God, show me heaven on earth. Let me experience heaven on earth. And that prayer is not for the meek. That is a very significant ask or request. And what it showed me was a tremendous heart of compassion feeling of love and seeing the energy of love around me. And I could feel that with that prayer. And it really does, has made a difference in my life. Maybe it will in yours. So number one is laughter. Number two, look for God in the small things. And number three, the if you have one minute in your life, who would you want to be with? So this is about love and connection. So three is love and connection. If you have one minute left in your life, who would you want to be with? Who would you want to be spending that time with? 
And what would you want to be doing? That's a really fair question. So when you consider the one minute left of your life, all the distractions go away. All the to-do list go away. All the burdens go away. Focus on what it is, who it is, and invest more time and energy into that. The fourth thing, and I spent a lot of time on this, is perspective. So Gemilette said to me, she said, fear atrophies what God has in store for you. So are we focusing based on fear? Are we acting based on fear? We're making decisions based on fear. Our habits fear-based. Where we're spending our time and our money, is it based on fear or is it based on love? And I always think of this as a dial, as a perspective. Fear on the left side, love on the right side. Make an arch over it, like a half a semicircle, a semicircle, and point the arrows. Arrows toward love, arrow toward fear. And am I acting today based on love? Are my thoughts based on love or based on fear? Or how I'm spending my money, is it based on, or storing my money, is it based on love or based on fear? And under that, under love, you could put health. And under fear, you could put sickness. So are my actions taking me closer to health, health and wellness or sickness? Are my choices taking me closer to health and wellness or sickness? And so it is a matter of perspective when you look at this. And I think it's a really powerful opportunity that we have to evaluate and make small habits that create big changes over time. Because it's this where we can also experience atrophy. The Keto Green Challenge that we just participated in in my Keto Green Challenge group in my Facebook community, we had amazing successes. And also people that are coming on again because they, they fell off the wagon, so to speak. And so they're doing this again. And I always ask, why are we falling off the wagon, right? Because we expect big changes really, really quickly and continued big changes quickly. And we sometimes don't feel the difference any longer or don't feel a change. And so that can atrophy our willpower. Instead, if we think, okay, not on a day-to-day -day basis, but one year from now, if I continue this habit, where will that take me? Am I willing to invest in the small choices based on love and health to have me at a exponentially better place in one year versus you know, the ups and downs between today, tomorrow, and next week. We can look at that from an annual perspective or a decade perspective. You know, I'm if, I'll be 57 this summer. So I look at it as, okay, how will I be at 67? As I saw Jamalette at 65, dancing her heart out at her daughter's wedding and just loving every moment and opening her arms in her house to everyone who came to feel welcome. I want to be that. I want to have the energy to do that. I want to keep this up so I can do that. So what are the things I need to do on a daily basis so in eight years I'm acting like that? That's a good question. And it's a good thing to journal and have that perspective. Additionally, so those are the four things. Laughter, look for God in the small things, our actions based on love versus fear. That's it. Quick and short 4th of July message from me, the girlfriend doctor today. And as I think about this halfway point for our year, a little over halfway point for our year, and as we enjoy the summer and have choices every day in the summer, 
how will I continue to make them? What can I do over every day? What little action or step or habit can I do every day that in 10 years from now will make me stronger, will result in a stronger, healthier mind, body, and spirit? And I leave you with that. Enjoy your summer. Enjoy your 4th of July. I hope you laugh and dance in the rain and play hard and love hard with lots of love. This is the Girlfriend Doctor. Thank you for being in my community. Till next time.